Welcome back, everyone, to Hero Cravings the Multiverse, where we cover and break down all Marvel TV shows, Gotham, and Krypton, episode by episode for you, the listener. As always, I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my good friend and co-host for this entirety of this season, Mr. Chris Rivers. How's it going, man? It's it's wonderful. This is our season finale, 43 episodes. And boy, are we in again on a good one with Cloak and Dagger's finale. Uh, it's been a long time coming as far as uh, the finale for this one. And it, it did not disappoint. I don't know about on your end. Yeah, I, I thought that this was a, a really good episode. Um, especially for setting up a second season. Right. We don't have to wait, but what? Until the spring is what it said, right? Right. Spring of 2019 instead of summer. So, you know, prob- I'm guessing maybe March-ish. Yeah, April, March-ish. March, April, May. Yeah, somewhere around in there. Because May is technically summer, isn't it? As uh, far as lineups go. I think it's considered, like, late May is mm. the start. Right? Is that correct? I'm not a meteorologist, Chris. I don't know these things. <laughs> uh, well, the meteorologists don't know a lot either. That's <laughs> true. It's just a big guessing game. Um, hey, it might rain today. It might not. Yeah, yeah. you take a pick. Toss it up in the air. Quick housekeeping. Don't forget to share, rate, and review this podcast for the last time on whatever podcasting service you use. And we are on YouTube at youtube.com slash nerdwide. Do not forget to subscribe to us there. If you are a visual watcher slash listener, it is on there. Um, Don't forget that we are wrapping up our Summer of Heroes. Oh, man, the last episode is coming up next week. We had the most recent one was The Dark Knight, and that one did not disappoint, and we... Pulled out all the stops for that one as far as discussion goes and trivia on Chris's part. I'm <clears throat> looking at you six pages. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now this is our 43rd official and season finale episode. Quick recap of how the show usually goes down. Each week we go through all of our TV episodes in order as they air. We bring our thoughts and reactions to every one of those. And of course, this being our season finale, we just had the Cloak and Dagger episode. And that is episode 10 titled Colony Collapse. Uh, and man, was it fun. Yeah. Now, I didn't have here in the notes... But I am going to preface it. Throughout this whole episode, uh, Auntie Voodoo, Voodoo and Avita were talking about how every major event in New Orleans, there's always something that has two people and one person always dies. They usually get a mark or a band on their uh, left arm. And right, yeah, and it, I loved those segments. Yeah, or the, uh, like, I like, it was a nice little history touches they had in there. And, and like how people all... changed and what it affected history and stuff. Right, and and the reason that they had a band uh, around their arm is because the first incident, the the guy who died was wearing a mourning band because his what was it his brother had stolen his girl. Yeah, and so he was he kind of wore a mourning band around his arm as a what was it what do you call it a uh, shoot off or something like that? Uh, a, a, it was a duel. A duel. That's what it is. That's and, close. Uh, he never loaded his pistol because he realized he needed to die for mm. things to get better, I guess. And so after that, everyone that was marked for death in a duo had a, a what looked like a mourning band right. sort of around their arm, on their skin. And of course, our uh, one of our heroes were no different. 
and we'll we'll get into that later. But we, after the first little story of that incident, we get to Tandy's house with the assassin. Tandy and her mother help drive out the assassin by a little couple of trickery. Um, you think her mother would be a little more concerned about what's going on than she mm-hmm. was? Because she just left the house with the assassin afterwards? Or to chase the assassin, technically? And she just kind of said, okay, yeah, whatever. But we see Tyrone on the run from the police still, and he's looking for his cloak at the little... Um, I don't know what you want to call that. The community, I guess. He was looking for it. And his dad uh, says, are you looking for this? And he gives it to him. And he said, you know, your mother called. He says, I need you to run, get away, and never look back and never get back into contact with them. Which I was like, oh, that's kind of rough. But his dad said, you know, I hope I did everything I could as to be the best father I could to raise you both. You know, because, of course, Tyrone didn't kill a cop, but he was being accused of it. And his parents didn't believe that he killed a cop, which is good. But I, I didn't mm-hmm. understand why they said, you know, never look back, get away from here. I didn't really understand that. You, Chris? I think he just wanted him to know, like, don't ever come back around. Because they don't know what he can do. Right. And they feel like if he comes back, tries to get in touch, it'll expose him and, and he'll be hunted down. Yeah. So, uh, but he does later on kind of visit mm. yeah he kind of he comes back and steals a photo and some clothes <sighs> but we find out that the terror the terrors are what we're calling these afflicted people that's been hit by like this, the fear and hope stuff that we saw in Ivan Hess's head they are dubbed the terrors and we find out that they are after Mina and Tandy is able to get there in time you know she was just running there to kind of talked to Mina about things, and she was able to kill two of the terrors. What was the one that they had, um, who was a jerk? They ended up dying. I forget his name. Um, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Dan yeah. the douche. Uh, yeah. But we see that, uh, you know, this is going on, and, ta- and Tandy does save Mina, in fact, and she tells Mina the truth about Peter and what's going on and why... Uh, everything is happening the way it is, and they form a nice little team up. But before we get back to them, it is Mardi Gras in New Orleans, and what a time for the city to go into utter chaos other than Mardi Gras, the biggest event of the year for New Orleans. Um, the cops do see Tyrone in his cloak running, you know, walking through this parade. O'Reilly gets wind of it and tries to help him out, but they both get busted by like six cops and she's like just use your powers to get away but Tyrone being the the good hero he is looks around and says I can't there's too many people or too many witnesses or something and so Tyrone and O'Reilly do in fact get arrested and then we find out that Ty they took them back not into a holding cell but to like a little storage area because they were keeping it off the books and you know you could take a guess and of who was the reason behind everything of course it was Connor's but we find out that Ty, you know, the theme of his part for this episode was that he cannot use his powers without his cloak. Well, he he can, but he, he doesn't know how to control them right. yet without the cloak. But we find out that that is not the case. You know, it just takes a little bit of persuasion. Well, not persuasion, but uh, courage. Adrenaline. Yeah, adrenaline, courage, um, encouragement. What are you going to call it? Um, we see that Scarborough... Is gets trapped in the elevator with Mina and Tandy. 
course, they confront them and everything, and we get a, more of an MCU mention that ties the MCU and the Defender shows together. You Did know, you have a bit of a fanboy moment here when he said listen, Stark? Listen, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Stark and Rand Industries. Because uh, Iron Fist is my second favorite uh, Marvel character. Wow. So it was kind of it was really cool to see them. So like the they trap him in the elevator and they you know he was talking about it's all about power for him and he says you know with the Starks there's, there's too many Starks and too many Rands out there he goes I need more power I was like oh okay nice little tie in here that we're doing this um, but before they end they finally find out where the central hub is for all of these uh, valves I guess is what they're called valves um, yeah pipelines like where they all meet. Yeah, pipelines. And uh, so, but before they leave him, Tandy touches him one last time and says, hey, do you want power? No, he says he doesn't want to be a god. He wants to be the god. Um, And she shows him a door and he goes crazy. And I'm assuming this is the last we'll see of Scarborough. So that door was oddly similar to the one that Ivan Hess was stuck inside of. Do we think that's what, where he is now? Stuck inside that little realm, I guess. Yeah, possibly. Because I mean, he's not dead, but he's like Ivan once where he he's was trapped in his own mind. Yeah, so that's kind of cool that she can do that. She's you know her her mind game is on point. Um, well, her all her power is on point. She knows what she's doing. She's not afraid to use them. But we see before Connors can get to O'Reilly and Tyrone out to kill them. The terrors break into the police station and wreak havoc, and that was such a fun scene of everything going on in that police station. Oh, man, the cops were like, oh, what is this guy on? And then everyone that got touched turned into a terror. Um, but that was pretty cool. We see Tyrone gets his cloak back. He grabs a couple tasers, gives one to one of the cops that helped uh, break O'Reilly and Connors, not Connors, but O'Reilly and Tyrone out. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh man, I don't know where that came from. Um, but so he gets his cloak back and he starts saving the city. Well, it wouldn't be a multiverse episode without some yawning to sum it up, Chris. <laughs> right. Um, I'm consistent, if anything. But so he gets his cloak. He tries to save everybody. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Tandy is fighting off and running away from Mina. She gets touched from one of the terrors and turns into a terror herself. But what happens is Tyrone teleports to Tandy last minute and tases Mina, um, which in, in turn saves Mina's life. And Tandy goes, well, it's about time. I thought that was pretty funny. It's not like she was calling him or anything like that. But we see that Ty's cloak gets destroyed and ripped to shreds by the terrors. And uh-huh. meanwhile, when he went to this office to teleport away, he gets his arm cut on his left arm. You know, that just sounds awfully like a band, if you will, or a yeah. mark. So keep that in mind from the story we had earlier. But we after this after the little Mina incident, they all they both go back to the church to kind of figure out what's next, what can they do. Ty is feeling very depressed. He's like, you know, we, we can't do anything about this. But who comes in to save the day but but his love interest, Evita, tells the prophecy, comes to the church, tells them all about the prophecy that's been happening over the years, and that one of them is going to die. Of course Tandy has a big problem with this. She's like, I'm not gonna die. But well, we and on top of, on top of it, Avita notices uh, Ty's arm. Yeah, and she ran away so from she, it. 
yeah, she pretty well knows that he's he's marked. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. I thought it was kind of cool how they tied it all together with the with uh, Auntie Voodoo stuff at the top of her mantle uh-huh. and the pears. I thought that was yeah. kind of cool how they did that. I meant to mention that earlier. But we we see that with the help of O'Reilly, it is time for the showdown of the city. We see O'Reilly, Tandy, and Tyrone trying to get to the central valve and help the city. O'Reilly didn't help out much, but she did shoot a couple of people with her sniper rifle. And then upon going back to her squad car to pick it up, I guess, and go to the next section where they're going, we see uh, Connor's corner O'Reilly shoots O'Reilly multiple times and pushes her into the water. He said, um, in a quote, uh, should have stayed a New York bitch or something like that. And then pushes her in the water. I was like, oh, God, I hate this guy. Oh, I hate him so much. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was douchey. But she got sprayed with some of... She was standing right beside one of the valve convenient, I'm sure. Uh, the valve well, one gets, of the bullets. Yeah, it hits it. Yeah. And she got a face full of it and then gets shot and then knocked into the river. That will come into, you know, equation later, I'm sure, if you did not know, if you've ever seen any TV show, superpower TV show. Of course that plays in later. But we see... Oh, man. I don't know what it is. I haven't done it in a while. But it's it's dark in this room. That might be what it is. But we see that Tandy and Tyrone finally make it to the central hub of the valves or the pipelines. And and who is there but Connors with a shotgun? You know, he points it at Tyrone at first. Tyrone goes, you know, you can't, you've already shot at me once. You know, I'm just going to miss this one. And he goes, you know, I'm counting on. He goes, fool me thrice or something like that. And then he points it at Tandy. But with uh, with them using their powers together, I love how in sync they are. Because what they do is Tyrone teleports, pushes the gun up, and then Tandy runs up and cuts the gun in half. And then yeah. um, you know Tyrone grabs Connors and takes him to the top of the building. And it looks like he's about to push him off the building. But no. They have a nice little talk, a little small chat. But what Tyrone does gets pissed off and absorbs him. With his fear. Now, Chris, you know, you delved into this a little bit more. What does that mean for Connors? Well, um, so one of Cloak's powers in the comics is the ability to create an aperture into the Dark Force dimension. Now, the Dark Force dimension is what he uses to get from place to place. So, in other words, he might end up on the other side of the planet but he goes through the dark force dimension and in a few steps he can go halfway around the world. Right. Um, but he can, tr- he can use the dark force dimension because it's part of him essentially. Hmm. Uh, he's got that link to it. Yeah. He can also send people there. So Connors, I think they didn't, they didn't confirm it in the episode. I'm sure we'll find out in season two. Connors, I think is there and he's probably going to be completely insane if he ever comes out of there. Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully even more so than usual. But so we finally get Connors. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's insane. I, I honestly don't think he's dead. I, of course we'll probably see more of him if not just for a little bit next season, but who knows? But uh, Tandy and Tyrone have an argument about, the, who has to die and stuff like that. Tyrone says, I'm already marked and showed his little arm. He goes, I finally understand what I have to do. And he teleports into the main little power room, pipeline room 
which I thought was really cool looking with the with the fear and hope gas or whatever just kind of sitting there in the middle swirling. Uh, of course, Tandy does not take no for an answer. She very badassly cuts open the door, kicks it in, and goes in. And she goes, "No, you're not doing this by yourself." You know, last minute she had a realization. You know, we're doing this together. We're we're linked to one for a reason, and we're going to do this together. So. What do they do but hold hands again right at the end and use their powers as like a conduit to to put it into the air. And that was extremely cool to see them join hands once again and essentially save the city. Um, you know, they teleported at the end on top of the, is it Merce, that's not Mercedes-Benz, that's in uh, New Orleans. Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. Which one's the one in New Orleans? Uh, the Superdome. Oh, the Superdome, gross. Uh, holds the Saints, of course. Um <laughs> Anywho, it's not the Pittsburgh Steelers at uh, Heinz Field, but as Thank we, <laughs> so that's where they, where the little, I guess, antenna is where they kind of shoved everything into the world. But we have a nice little sequence at the end. We see Tyrone moving into the church while Tandy moves back home with justice for the Roxon Corporation because she brings home a newspaper that says Roxon causes chaos or something like that, and. We come full circle, pretty much. You know, at the beginning of this show, Chris, we talked about, you know, from the comics that I've read, Tyrone lived in the church. And, you know, Tandy was, or, or was you, it was, it was, like, was flip flop. The situations were flip flop. Yeah, Tandy came from money in the comics. Tyrone right. was poor. And, and here we've come full show circle. Base. That's kind of cool. Absolutely. I love how they did that. But, you know, Tyra moves into the church. She moves back home. We see Tandy come back in and he brings care packages because she, she knows what it's like to live in the church. Um, we see a nice little Kindle, a little bit more of their Kindle, their relationship, you know, spark mm-hmm. up. But to end the show, of course, we have to have a, a cliffhanger for next season. We can't just end it all good, happy-go-lucky. We see that O'Reilly is alive and is a completely different person with powers now. She's got glowing yellow eyes. And Chris, of course, you did did not to be outdone by the show. You went to go look in and see what this is about. (laughs) Uh, O'Reilly is now Mayhem. Such a cool uh, name. Mayhem is a... Wait, 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 wait. Are there copyright infringements here for Allstate? No. Okay. Just make it sure. <laughs> Mayhem is from the comics. Uh, she's primarily a vigilante. So she'll, I would expect in the show they'll keep that. She'll work with Cloak and Dagger. Right. Now, in the show it looked like she had some sort of super speed or something. Yeah, like it was like a brief little flash of her moving real fast up the beach. Right. But in the comics, her abilities were levitation... Uh, retractable talons, and she breathes a toxic gas that produces multiple effects. One of those is she can knock someone out for unknown amounts of time. Interesting. Uh, But in the comics, she very much does go after corrupt cops. Which I imagine that's what they'll do here then. Yeah, I would would think. Considering the corrupt cops are the ones who killed her and ruined her life pretty much. Right. But I, I love the imagery here, because we we got cloak and dagger falling into the into the ocean, and that's how they got their powers. 
And what happens to O'Reilly this episode? She falls into the... Technically, you could even go with Billy, Tyrone's brother. She gets shot and then, you know, kind of pushed into the water. So, the the imagery here was real nice with that. And, of course, that ends our season one of Cloak and Dagger. Chris, what are your thoughts after, um, you know, after full ten episodes of this? Are you still 100% in? Still love oh, the show? Yeah. That's what I'd yeah. like to hear. Yeah. I... And I'm happy that we're not, we shouldn't have to wait a full season to right. get to, or a full year to get to season two. Uh, it seems like Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. in Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that that's going to be interesting to see exactly. And I'm not sure how many episodes are going to come back for. I don't recall hearing that. I just recall hearing it was a season two renewal. So maybe we'll get a few more episodes too. Right. You know, maybe 15 or so. Oh. <sighs> I would love that. I just I don't know what like the long runs are on Freeform, but I imagine it'll be. You, they'll have to up their their episode count this season. I would think at least two more to get them to a dozen. Right. <sighs> but ratings for this one: zero point two rating, which is steady. Zero point forty two million viewers, which is down point eleven. And of course, next episode is titled "Season Two. Now. <laughs> I know Runaways aired after this, and Hulu and Runaways were both tweeting during this whole episode. Um, have we heard anything else from that, as far as um, numbers for Runaways or anything? Um, actually, I haven't. Let me. Um... I was expecting like to see something on their Twitter, but I haven't seen anything to see if it. You know, did what they were expecting, or what it means, or whatever else. You know. Uh, while you're looking that up, though, we did have a, a new douche canoe segment last week. As far as we let you, the voters, vote, but we had two and two for who got douche canoe. So technically, we don't have one still <laughs> for last week. Uh, it was fifty-fifty Connors, fifty-fifty Tandy. So right. we say it was two of them, I guess, for uh, douche canoe of the week last week. Um, of course, our multiverse question for next season will be, well, for uh, for this episode is, what shows are you looking forward to the most? Um, first off, we'll do, what was it, The Gifted and Black Lightning, because it's the only ones coming back in the fall so far. And then um, we'll also do one for Arrowverse as well, because we are going to do a preview episode here in the next couple of weeks. Talking about, you know, the next season, where we are, and what's going to be like going forward with our new shows and stuff like that. I can't wait. Um, I think it goes without a doubt, though, Chris. This was your favorite episode this week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited because we'll be back for season two ourselves. Uh, actually, it's not even a month away. I would say, what, a couple weeks because of uh, the gift has starting up. Uh, September 25th, right? Oh, so yeah, we got about a month and a half, give or take. Yeah. But some things will be going on behind the scenes now more than ever. If you want to leave your comments on the show, what to improve, what you didn't like, what you loved, uh, you can always go to our Twitter at nerd underscore wide, or you can email us at nerdwide at gmail.com. Again, that our Twitter is at nerd underscore wide. You can leave your comments and concerns there. Or if you want to be a little bit more private, you can email them at nerdwide at gmail.com. Um, you know, what, what we could do to make our show better, because we always want to make it better for you, the listener. 
and I do need y'all to share that around. But Chris, um, you may go ahead and do the Douche Canoe and Heroes of the of the week. Absolutely. All right, guys. Douche Canoe this week was obviously the corrupt cops uh, because they were all under the thumb of Connors. I imagine Mayhem is going to take a chunk out of them next season, hopefully, so we can get the, let's see, N-O-P-D. There we go. I almost said L-A-P-D, but we're not in L-A. We're in New Orleans. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then, of course, the hero of the week was Officer Lafayette. Of course, he was the one who helped Tyrone and O'Reilly kind of escape. They were able to break into his help a little bit because you know he's just like tyrone you know conveyed to him he goes i'm i'm somebody's son you know and they pay out the taxes you're supposed to protect us not do this but and connor's plan to kill them was pretty elaborate which would have worked as well but tyrone tells connor's he says you won't get away with this he goes i have so far i was like well i mean that's that's a it's a true statement yeah but absolutely i'm excited were you able to find anything chris uh, I'm actually still checking some stuff out. I haven't seen the source I usually go to first. Um, they didn't have... They had the the rating for uh, our show for Cloak and Dagger. Right. But they didn't mention anything about the uh, the hour after it. So, I wonder, I wonder um, what they'll do. I just, I just can't imagine they're... They're just gonna. They did one episode like that. To me, I feel like they're trying to find their own home, uh, or a new home rather. Um, What's that show called? Is it uh, Runaways? I'm looking on Twitter. Yeah. See if they tweet out anything new. No, they just said, uh, "Thanks for joining us for Cloak and Dagger crossover with Runaways. Double the Marvel fam, double the fun," is what they said, but they didn't. I mean, there's nothing new. So, but, I mean, I guess that's, I guess that's it, you know. Nothing really else to say. Chris, you got any closing statements for our uh, for our listeners for this season? Oh, it's been fun, oh, you yeah. know. Um, God, when I think of all the hours <laughs> yeah. of TV that we've watched. <laughs> oh, um, man. Next season is going to be a little bit lighter, though. So yeah, because all uh, our shows are starting to find their homes. Unless there's something that we're forgetting, but I don't think there is. I hope not. It's going to be our our Arrowverse shows, and then, like you said, Black Lightning and um, the Gifted for the Multiverse until what? At least January. Yeah. So for at least for the end of this year, but it'll be yeah. we'll have fun. We'll. You know, you and I will sit down, we'll talk, you know, what worked well, what didn't work so well, what do we need to do, stuff like that. Equipment upgrades. Yeah, equipment. Like you know, we got tons of stuff to, a month and a half to do it. I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. But guys, thank you for 43 episodes. Thank you for sticking with us from the, if you're here from the beginning all the way to the end, if you're joining us, you know, halfway through for some of these shows. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just please don't forget to share it around. Spread the word that we are here and we are not going anywhere. That we plan to break down and talk about all of our favorite shows that we hope you're along for the ride as well. But guys, that is it for this week. We cannot wait to have our share our thoughts with you next season. Don't forget to follow us on our favorites on your favorite social media platforms. Um, 
Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can either go to our Twitter at nerd underscore wide, or you can email us at nerdwide at gmail.com. But if you want to follow our lives personally, you can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Haynes. You can follow Mr. Rivers at MavTN7. And if you do follow us there, again, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns there as well. Um, I post a lot on Twitter, more so than anything. Uh, I do want to start getting our you know, Twitter uh, pages and Instagram pages and everything like that. A little bit of an upgrade as well over the off season, so I can start tweeting and things there more. But guys, as always, for the last time this season, I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with the man himself, Chris Rivers, and we cannot wait to share our thoughts with you next season. See you in the fall.